0: Hello and welcome to Sangam Lit. This is Nandini Karki and in this episode we understand the nuances of man-woman communication in ancient Tamil land as portrayed in Sangam Literary work Natrine 263 penned by Illa The verse is set in the coastal regions of Nadal and speaks in the voice of the confidant to the lady, Conveying a hidden message to the man listening nearby. Piray varap Ilanda nudalum yalanin irayvaray nilaavalayum mareyadu vur alar tuutrum kavayum nannvitte vuray avark vurayam aayinum irayvette kadanjool vaiyavud kannal Kalini olinda koduvai peideke, Mudamudirnare kadalmin vuyum, mellum pulambirke kandu, Nilechella karapavum karapavum kaimikke, Ureta tholi, unkan ni Opening with Pirai vanappu ylanda nudalum, meaning a forehead that has lost its beauty akin to the crescent moon, the poem hints at the havoc. Pining causes in a woman's appearance as perceived then. On the same frequency, we see iraivarai nilla balayum, meaning bangles that do not stop at the wrists, indicating poetically how the lady's arms have thinned down much to cause her bangles to slip and fall. Pining seems to be the perfect thing that weight loss experts would prescribe today. Returning to the past, we see the town spreading slander in Wur Alar Tutrum. The phrase, naanvittu urai avarkku conceals significant information about how men and women seem to have interacted then, which we will explore in detail shortly. This interesting term, kadunjool Vayavod, talks about pregnancy cravings, some things that are timeless indeed. The phrase, karappavum karappavum kaimikku, is pregnant with the intense emotion meaning, even though you hide and hide, it breaks open. Ending with Wunkan Nire, tears from cold streaked eyes, the verse fills us with feeling. Time to take a longer walk on this shore and learn more. The man and lady had been leading a love relationship and the man seemed to be intent only on trysting with the lady. The confidant decides to convey to him the seriousness of the situation. When he arrives one day to the lady's house, pretending not to notice him but making sure he is in earshot, the confidant turns to the lady and says, Your forehead has lost its crescent-like beauty. Your bangles do not stop where they should. Open slander is being spread all around town. Yet, on account of shyness, you do not express all this in words to him, the lord of the gentle shows, in whose domain a mature male stalk captures a fish from the sea and carries it to its female with a curved beak, the craving-filled pregnant one, which comes not to the backwaters to hunt. Even though you do not tell your pain aloud and try to hide and hide from him, it bursts forth and talks to him as the tears from your cold-streaked eyes. With these words, the confidant conveys to the man that the lady is likely to be placed in the house under guard and therefore he must seek the lady's hand in marriage. Now let's delve into the details. The confidant first talks about how the man's behavior is causing unsavory changes in the lady's appearance and life. First, the beauty of the lady's forehead which used to glow with the beauty of the crescent moon is now fading away. I wonder why the forehead was such an important object of beauty to those ancients. Then, the confidant talks about bangles that slip and fall, an oft-occurring symptom in the affliction of pining. Finally, the confidant mentions the root cause of all this trouble, the slanderous town which seems to be gossiping about the lady's relationship with the man. Although so much trouble is afoot, owing to the innate shyness in the lady, she says no word to the man. The confidant, after mentioning these facts of the now, turns to describe the man's domain with a scene from nature. Here we see a pregnant stalk looking with earning at the distant seas and yet not opening its wings to fly out there. Just then, its mate, a strong male stalk, arrives there, clutching a catch of fish in its beak and offers this with love to the waiting female. After ending this description, the confidant concludes saying that however hard the lady tries to hide her pain from the man, it would fall as tears from her eyes and convey it all. In that picturesque scene of a seabird craving to relish fish and yet taking no steps to acquire it, the confidant illustrates the state of the lady who is unable to express what she wants to the man. However, like the male stock that understands its maid's cravings and offers its catch with love, the confidant implies that the man too must render precious offerings to the lady's kith and kin and claim the lady's hand in marriage. Returning to that phrase which talks about how shyness prevents the lady from expressing her troubles to the man, we perceive how women were forbidden by etiquette to directly convey their inner angst and demand a resolution from their men. There is so much troubling the lady and yet she does not say a single word to the man. If this is an accurate reflection of how men and women interacted then, life does seem tough from our perspective. In our complicated world, we cannot imagine living this life of silence with our companions. Perhaps life was simpler then and words were unnecessary to explain the troubles of the heart. As this poem portrays, a single tear might sing the tale entire. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds. Please visit nandinikarki.com to share your thoughts and do rate and review Sangam Lit on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.